Okay, we're back. Uh, Part <laughs> episode three. three. Yeah. New, new recording app. We're just talking, talking, talking. So, so we left. <laughs> we left personal. Off, we left off um, at number four. At Audra's number four, which is also my number four. So I'll just get mine out of four out of the way. One, two, three. It. it. <laughs> chapter one and two. I lumped oh, together. I just, I just put chapter one. <clears throat> but. Uh, yeah, that was a great movie. I've talked about it. So and much. Uh, Will Skarsgård, like, dude, like, the guy nailed it. He nailed it. I'm like, I love me some Tim Curry, but this he na- he it. nailed it. Yeah. He nailed it the way Heath Ledger nailed Joker after Nicholson played it. Agreed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right, Ed, what's your number three? Uh, I know it's not a movie, but Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, my God. Uh, which I was a huge, I'm a See, huge fan of Evil I Dead. I was told I couldn't put series in, but Ash vs. Evil Dead. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. It's um, great. I'm, yeah. It is great. It's a, it's, it's a fourth movie of the series I look at. It's the first season. Lost Yeah. So, I, Ash vs. Evil Dead is my number four. Which camera still lives in Eugene? Yeah, he no. does? Mm-hmm. Oh, we need to make a fucking road trip this summer. He says don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's he, nice up there. Eugene's a nice little city. He goes to great lengths to keep him from fighting. Even if I have a boomstick? <laughs> Especially <laughs> if I have a boomstick, I'm sure. <laughs> if I have a boomstick, Garen's. Nope. <clears throat> yeah, still lives in Eugene. Okay. So that was your number Not four? Not yeah, Your so number four? Northern yeah, Oregon. his number your was number four with it. Yep. Yeah. Your so, number four was... Oh, it was Ash vs. Evil Ash Dead. Ash vs. Evil so Dead. Ash vs. Number 3 will have to start off. Oh, I'll start off number 3, sorry. Um, the Conjuring, 2013. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Uh, James Wan, James, raising um, the bar of horror once again. I uh, mean, Spain, was it? Or Portuguese? They had to bless the theater every showing. Oh, my. That's how scared they were well, of that the, movie. The Catholics. <laughs> yeah, They're having a hard time right now. Catholics so. are having a hard time right now. That, uh, I don't blame him a little bit. It was a good movie. Scared the shit out of you. Yeah, especially that clapping scene, which is so effective. Yeah. So effective. All right. My number three. Yes, ma'am. May shock all of you. Um, a little ditty that came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. This is purely rated on how much it scared and horrified me. Okay. A Serbian film. It was my... Well, uh, Spoiler alert, it's in my honorable mention. Okay. <laughs> I think I've like, heard of this. this yeah. is, well, yeah, we've talked to you about it's it. It's not much, so much a film as it is an experience. Okay. It's, 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 it's not the graphic depictions. It's the concept of what's going on that the actor is reacting <laughs> to. It's the being funny. It's the implications. It's the... <laughs> it's, okay, okay. It, and the person who is a jaded professional reacting in a horrified manner. Okay? So it's... it's and a jaded film watcher of the dark and macabre. Like, I... I had to loaned, watch it in segments. He sent me a, a, a ripped copy. I let a Marine who had... Um, who went to Iraq... Um, let a, a former Marine who went to Iraq borrow it, who was a parent, by the way. He was Being a, a parent even, even, even raises the bar. Oh, okay. Kind of okay. Like there, there. you, there's child endangerment on okay. a scale if, you don't even want to... If for, you decide you ever want to see it, just ask me. I have 
two different, three different Blu-rays of it. They're different kind of cuts. <laughs> but I only bought the different ones because they're not going to be, a, they're going to be collector's items because they're going to... Mine's be still wrapped in the plastic that you sent me. Oh, nice. I did that on purpose. Because the <laughs> Marine took that DVD that he had stated nothing ever phases him. Yeah. And he took that bootleg DVD after he watched it and lit it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. The movie is one of the hardest movies I've ever seen. Ever had. And it's it's and it, not necessarily it, that it's... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's not necessarily gory or anything like that. Yeah. Or it, But what you're watching... It, you're watching a well-made movie. It's not... Beautifully filmed. It's not trying to titillate, but it is trying to get into under your skin. And it's literally one of those movies you need a palate cleanser after watching. And know that it is 100% based on shit that is really going on. Okay. It is hard. And that is the one thing and that's going to make... It's one of those movies I say it's a good movie, but I can't recommend it. I've watched it <laughs> once. Yeah. And I, I, I still can't unsee it. It's and burned in your eyes. It's not even what I saw. I can't unthink it. Okay. And the, what the poor family goes through. It's oh, like God. No Oh, to their fucking just, heard, oh. Uh, we've talked about this, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it, it, you may not want to see it. It might fuck you. It, up. You have <laughs> to. I be, I've had several friends that I told them not to watch it, knowing they would watch it, and they went and watched it. Even Crowley was like, "Are you? Why did you fucking tell me about that thing?" And I'm like, "A Serbian film. A Serbian film. Yeah. There it's it is. Crazy. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, goddamn, those houses in Serbia are, you know." Yeah. I mean, gorgeous. It's just like, uh, where was... Oh. Yep. Uh, so, there's a YouTube channel called Breaking It Down, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And he does the worst films. And like films like this. Yeah. So oh. I saw the edit cut down 20 minute version of this film. Oh. And you guys are 100% right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw a YouTube version. Yeah. Not as graphic. I think it's no. called Breakdown. And... Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So I know it's the just, ending with his yeah. family. Yeah, it is fucking. Oh, but great. do you? Okay. But do they I, go this, into this the like infant podcast? If you know yeah, yeah. Uh, did they go into the infant? Yeah. The oh. Infant. And then the family. I mean, the brother, his brother, what yeah. he does to him at the very end, and what he's did to his son, not knowing. He yeah. Him. His and son and the, his wife. Yeah, and his wife, and then fucking in death they don't get rest because it's no, like and they're like okay, yeah. 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 Send in the next guy to fuck them. So, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is I I 100% um, knowing what I've studied in the name of, like, my own self-preservation because I'm a woman and be because I write horror for now 20 years, um, studying serial killers and the the total just exploitation and dehumanization. Like, Mm -hmm. you literally have to be a fucking psychopath. To not yeah. be affected by this film, yeah. and that is why it's in my top three. And that's why that marine burned it down. Yep. <laughs> so what's your them. number three, Ed? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, summer of '84. That was a fun movie. Yeah, it was. It's your. I don't know what you call it. The cat and mouse. Where? Oh, I think my neighbor's a serial killer, and I'm gonna watch him. And, and I'm gonna regret it. Yeah. It's kind of rear window ish. Yeah, that's it. it. Um, uh, with high school kids in, in 1984, uh, the ending was a twist I liked. Yeah. Well, uh, I liked it because it was different. I wasn't happy with it because, oh, I feel bad for the hero. 
the hero, but the villain is played by a, a, a comedy actor who's been in like Glow and Community. I think he was into yeah, in a couple other comedies. Oh, The Office. Him, he was in The Office. We're seeing him like a just a dark yeah, dude. and like I said before, comedy actors I think are good evil played evil actors. It's just that connection. But Summer of '84, I liked a lot. So, all right. There. My number two, and uh, we've talked about it already enough. It's Get Out. That's my number two. Uh, all right. Knuckles. Knuckles. All right, Ed. What is your number one? Oh, well, I'm on number two. Uh, I'm sorry, you're number two. Mandy. Ah, Mandy. Uh, unique, different. It's an LSD horror movie with Nicolas Cage. That movie is you. You had shot. me until Nicolas Cage. I'm sorry. This is one of Nicolas Cage's good acting roles. All right, yeah. I'm writing it, it down. Mandy. The good acting role, Nicolas Cage, is an oxymoron. The, uh, Nicolas Cage is coming out with another movie with the same director, right? Lights of Lost, S- Lost in Color. Yeah, Lost in Color. I saw the trailer today. I was like, fuck. The only, like the only yeah. Nicolas Cage movie that I can really think of that I truly enjoyed him as the character was the one where he's the magician traveling back and forth in time, trying to uh, manipulate. Was that, that time slip or something like that? He meets the girl in the diner, and he's just this like shitty music, uh, shitty magician. Can't get a you know real gig, and he realizes that he's able to like uh, thirty suck thirty something seconds, maybe that's it. Like wait, he wait. sees ahead in yeah, time. Yeah, for yeah. like you like that movie? What, yeah. Knowing? Wow. Are you talking about knowing? Is that what it's called? Well, no, no, like no. He dodges a sniper bullet because he's... Oh, he, that movie sucks. I like that movie. <laughs> Mandy is better. Mandy is fucking far better. There's a bathroom Actually, scene with Nicholas... The bathroom Nicholas. scene will almost make you cry. It makes... That's, you, watch, you, you know what you're watching in that bathroom scene? I just, it took me the second viewing to put it together. Because I saw it in the theater with Gabe the first time. Uh, and... Um, uh, Gabe, you don't know Gabe. He doesn't no, know no. Gabe. You I know, know Gabe. Gabe. That's yeah. why I pointed Audra. Uh, people can't see that. Yeah, people can't see <laughs> And Gabe's wife, Gretchen, is involved in the, um, She's on the Portland, Portland uh, Horror Film, Fest- Fest- Film Festival. Oh. And Gabe is um, working with the Zombie Squad. Oh, he's which years, though. He's still with them, though. Yeah, but They're not actively, yeah, I know. Active. They're done, yeah, but they still do their... Zombies their, lost their... Well, the, it, was more, yeah. it was more about... Um, survival prepping yeah. oh, that's and cool. they were using the zombie trope as a way to make it like fun and I get bring, that get, like get, I was saying earlier about being a survivalist yeah just making it fun he's ex-military he does a lot of survival stuff so that's why you know so we went and saw this together uh-huh. and um he uh when he has that scene in the bathroom when he's breaking it sounds like a stove's on or something right yeah or the like toilet water's boiling oh, it's, it's my turlet is running okay, okay. Okay. I just heard it too. Go somebody go jiggle the handle. (laughs) But uh, there's a scene where he breaks down. You know what he's doing? What he's like? He was an alcoholic, and he's just going on a bender because he's like, "Fuck it, I'm not going to live through this." Yeah. Because because in the beginning, people are like laughing when I saw in the theater, and then after like minute three, no one's laughing. And they're like, "Oh, this guy is losing his shit." Because he gets the remember he's looking for something like he hit it and forgot where he hit it. And then he's like drinking it like he doesn't want to do it, but he's like, his wife's dead. He yeah. watched her burn to death. And so he was just like, I'm just going to, I know, I've already seen what did this, not who, what. 
I know I'm not living through this. I'm going to go do this. But he ends up, you know, living through it. Maybe not mentally. Yeah, he's not there anymore. The movie's a crazy movie. Yeah, it's unique. It's different. Beautifully shot. Harsh. And little dialogue. Those, like, chunks and then long scenes of just, you know, physical stuff. Yeah. And it's not paranormal at all. Well, a little bit. Those Cinnabikers, what are they? Are they no, they're not paranormal. They're people on LSD. No, they're watch it again. They're people. No. Yeah, I, they're people. Dude, it, they had... They, their payment was... A jar of LSD. Yeah, but that's enough to kill someone. I don't know. That's how I that's took it off. That's an amount. That's how I took it as. No. I'll watch it again. I think that's part of it. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe they want people to have these debates. Yeah. It, I... And they come out of nowhere. And how do you call them? With a fucking clamshell? A seashell? Well, when he And they come out of them, nowhere? When he visits them in the whole base, they made him real. Hmm? When Nick goes to fight them, they yeah, make him real. He goes to their real. place. And their payment was LSD and someone to rape to death? Ah! Yeah. They don't <laughs> show it, but... I mean, it. rape, bad enough, but you know, you know, to death? Yeah. Or, so they had Reapers from Firefly. They had Reapers. They're kind of like Reapers. I call them Cinnabikers. I want to do some research Cinnabikers. on this. They look like Cinnabites. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they are motorcycles that come out of nowhere. They're supernatural. And it's in the 70s, right? It was the 80s. No, it takes place in 1982. Right? 82, okay. It's a good movie. It's shit a good movie. Shot in the Northwest. Shit was satanic in 1982. Oh, there's another movie I forgot to add too. The Green Room that was shot around Wait. here. Oh, it shot Mount Hood. Oh, sorry, uh-uh. sorry. All right, uh, number number one, right? Uh-huh. Where uh huh. Where? For me, it's 2000. That's not right. It's not the 18. It's 2000. Uh, 2016. Can't you read your own writing? Well, no, I wrote eight, but I know it's. I know I wrote it wrong day. It's uh, Insidious. That's your number one. Yep, James Wan. <laughs> <He looked laughs> right. Fuck you. I haven't even watched it. Yet. I, 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 they, it's not good. You're right. out of your fucking mind. Tomato, tomato, I say. Oh, oh wait, the I demon forget. stuff really scares him, though. Apparently, it's I mean the con- Conjuring's way, way better than Insidious. How Leaps and bounds. No, how is Insidious bad? I don't know. Insidious doesn't look that. Interesting. Wait, have you seen Insidious? Yeah, I saw the first one, but it wasn't entertained. Oh, dude. Well, I forgot you like child's play. Right? Yeah. Well, whatever, you know. Uh, Remember that you? everyone's everyone's opinion is theirs yeah, until, yeah. The until I disagree. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I disagree. We all know the rules. Uh, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. What's your number one? Yeah. Green Room. All right, it's much better than what... That dude, Green Room is better than it's son of a, I'll flip this table. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> he, he, we did Green Room for a Film Freaks mm-hmm. um, back when we were doing Film Freaks. So that would have been in 2015. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, hey, okay, so we're going to go see this movie, Green Room. Here's a trailer. And I'm like, Nazis? I fucking hate Nazis. He's like, you think I like them? Yeah. <laughs> right? And I'm, all, and I'm, like, pa- <laughs> I'm like, Patrick Stewart and Nazis. Oh, okay. He was oh. a big seller point right, for me. Right, right. Man, when he, there's a scene where he goes, we should get out of heroin, heroin and keep it for the street, nigga. And I was and like, I, I leaned into Audrey, I go, <laughs> I go, 
That's not my card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm sitting here going, I'm sitting here. I don't know if he could see in the dark, but my face was like, oh, right. I'm, bear in mind, I grew up around Aryan Nation Mormons when I was a kid. So, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm having, like, a fucking, white. like fucking 15 year old flashback and I, li- I literally had to talk my then high school boyfriend soon to be ex-husband um out of joining the Aryan nations and at one point we, we were yeah. driving down the road in a residential area he saw a black person walking down the street and said dumb yeah right word <laughs> And almost hit a parked car in the process. And the only time the word has come out of my mouth when I said, who's a dumb nigga now? (laughs) And he did not like that. (laughs) So... Oh, he was. That's why he, yeah, soon to be ex-husband. Anyway, green room, the thing is, is like, it's not just the horrifying. It's that there is gore. But it's not in your face. It's realistic too. It is. Oh God! <clears throat> like the machete scene was. Like, oh, what the oh, the that gun. was a box knife, dude. That was a box oh, knife. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, the boxing. Yeah, where she's yeah. like this. Oh. What about the dogs? Oh, oh God, those yeah. poor. And you feel sorry for the dogs too at the same They're time. They're just ruined. They're, They're just, just turning to weapons. But yeah, and. And, and you know I'm not a dog person, but I love animals. And he's a dog person. And you're just like, he's a dog and dog. I've and I've and I've actually had a roommate who had two pit bulls that were oh, just big fucking babies. Yeah, I never that's have all a, they are. Yeah, I never have a pit bull because they're like, it's like having a toddler, you know, and they're just needy big babies. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh these poor creatures. Oh they've just destroyed so many lives here. And oh god, that was why Green Room that's was number one. It was just, and I hate to say Patrick Stewart. He's a fucking class A, you know, actor. Of, there's, no, there's no hate to say it. The guy is top notch. He's a good he is, actor. Yeah. He is Sir Lawrence Olivier, Alec Guinness level. Yeah. yeah. I agree. You know? He, um, and I, he read the story that when he read the script, he had to turn on all his lights. It scared him so much. <laughs> but that's why he took the role. Oh, it's just. It scared him. And it's filmed in our backyard. Yeah, they took a good shot of Mount Hood at the oh, end. Oh, several. It's the last shot of the movie. Yeah. 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 So, it, yeah. Um, Northwest Rednecks. Yeah. What's your uh, number one? Uh, Halloween 2018. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like it's that movie. It's good, but, you know, it's, You better. could say it's better Didn't than... Didn't we all... Uh, we all went and saw that Yeah, together. we saw it together. Yeah, yes. I had a good time. I had an edible. T- I had a drove. I loved it. I, had a I great smoked time. out. Yeah, no, yeah. And uh, I even read the book, which I mentioned on the podcast. <coughs> so that's my number one. And we did do, check out our previous podcast, we did do a comparison contrast of the original Halloween with that. Yeah, Yeah, versus uh, the 1970s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I have some honorable mentions, I just had to have something. Trail of Park of Terror. (laughs) That's yours. (laughs) I have uh, have a few. And uh, these didn't make the cut, but they're just... They were game changers. Oh, where is it? God dang it. Oh my god. <laughs> I saw the devil. You saw the I saw the devil. 
It was uh, it was a Japanese movie. It's really good. It's on Netflix right now still. I don't appreciate Japanese horror that well. I thought that was more of a thriller, like cop yeah, and guess, mouse. I guess you could call it a thriller, but... Um, Please don't call me racist again because I don't appreciate Japanese horror. Racist. I just don't appreciate that's, the story. I like Japanese that's horror. That's her nickname around parts is Racist Audra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just, I, I, the storytelling, like, well, I, I like Korean I'll horror. Story, I'll tell you the setup, and I think you'd like it. Uh, there's this guy who's a serial killer. I mean, serial killer already has our interest. He's such a <laughs> That's true. Person. This shit could happen. Yeah, he's a serial killer. <laughs> that's why it's scary. Prolific. And the cops can't nail him down. Uh, one of the cops' wife becomes a victim of that serial killer. So now he takes he takes his extended leave because his father-in-law is the police captain. And he forces him to take some time off. He uses that time to find to spend every waking moment to find out who the serial killer is. Finds him. And this is what he does to him. He finds him anywhere, like guys in the grocery store. He just walks up to him. The guy doesn't know him from Adam. Yeah. He walks up to him, fucks him up, beats him within an inch of his life in broad daylight in public. The cop does this yeah. to him. Yeah, okay. and then walks away. Gives the guy a couple weeks to heal, does it again. The guy would be like doing dry cleaning. And then he'd just be waiting for him and just and how is he's, he's the shit out <laughs> of So him. this cop is on administrative leave or, or suspended. He's on a, he's, he's on a uh, sabbatical. Okay. And he's just fucking Because I guarantee up. he wouldn't be keeping his badge. Yeah. Well, he, he takes, takes precautions. But right. He's like, you know. But he's just showing up. Yeah, he's just showing up, letting him heal, and fucking him up again. It's called... But he's in- doing this over and over again. I believe, so funny. I believe John Lennon wrote a song. It's Instant Karma's Gonna Get You. <laughs> right where you belong. Well, <laughs> well, what ends up happening is he slips up, and the serial killer finds out who he is. So now it's his cat and mouse game. Okay. And it's okay, what's this called? fucking crazy. It gets... It's crazy what, what goes on. I saw the devil. I saw the devil. I... Usually when it's I, more of a thriller, I guess. But it, Green Room is more of a thriller. They're both in the same camp as far as see, yeah, like green, both, you're gonna find them in the horror section. Green Room and Get Out are kind of examples of that thriller mind read fuck. That line. Yeah, yeah, that mind fuck that I like. And then like Horns and Cockneys versus Zombies is that like camp black mm-hmm. humor kind of thing, and then. You know, like a quiet place in Headhunter, my arty fad coming out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm already tuned out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my other honorable mention, I'm just going to get to this list quick because I got one more thing, one segment I want to do. And we'll run through another list. This is a three show, three hours, two, and a, two hours. We've been out. Minutes. We've been MIA for a while. So. Yes. Um, uh, kill list. You ever seen Kill List? Nah. No. Nah. Oh, don't you gnaw me like you've seen it. Either. No, I haven't seen it. It is a great movie. Okay, let me nah. give you a quick... <laughs> Alright, there's a guy who... Um, he's just a family man. And it's very boring. An uh, old friend comes to the house. Has dinner with the wife. I like how he had to add old friend comes to the house. Oh, I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just old kidding. friend comes to the house. Okay, that's less shatter. The old friend <laughs> comes to the house, and uh, 
what ends up happening is that uh, they, you know, they have like their niceties, and it was just the two of them. He starts talking, and you're like, "What are they talking about?" You come to find out, this guy you've been following for 15, 20 minutes is a contract killer, and okay. this is his partner. And uh, they have a job, and they go to one of the houses, and the guy has to give him some information so before they kill him so the guy's asking him something and he's not answering so he gets a hammer and he starts beating this guy with a hammer oh the dude okay the guy that's not very nice gets the information he needs the guy before he shoots the guy the guy goes thank you it's an honor and he's like what the fuck and he shoots him another job same kind of situation thank you and then I'm not going to tell you anything else. It just unravels into crazy town by the time this movie's over. So every time they about to kill well, someone on a contract, they're like, thank you, it's been an honor. Yeah. They're, it's an honor to be killed by you, they're yeah. saying. So they're basically paying him. Dude. He's paying them to, they're no, paying him no, to kill them? No, no, no. That's not the hook. You're not no. even close. Okay. Not even the ballpark. You have to watch it. I'm not gonna tell you. Okay. Kill, saw list. kill list. I should have been. It was. I fought hard to. Should I put on honorable mention or leave it on the list? I tried to find movies that elevated horror or changed it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And well, uh, that was definitely a game changer. I I tried to find movies that affected me. Yeah, me me, me too. It has and to, something that sticks with me. Right. Yeah. I mean, because there's. You know, several of the things that you guys have mentioned on... Well, you notice we had multiple areas where we overlapped. Yeah. May, may have put it... You guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, you even... You were even like, where's the green room? And I'm like, you know. <laughs> um, so... All right. So, I'll, I'll get right uh, down to my last two. We already talked about them, so I'm just going to run right through them real quick. Uh, my number three honorable mention was a serving film. My number four honorable mention was Mandy. Oh, there you have it. There you have it. Now, um, before I go into this other segment, what, um, you guys been reading anything? Anything? Nah. Actually, well, yeah. Um, I read, I read, um, The Outsider, um. Again? Well, since we did our last podcast. I did, I read The Outsider, um, I've been actually um, reading. A friend of mine is a um, best-selling author, and she's been putting out another book. And she's been apparently she co-authored this um, Bermuda Triangle kind of thriller book with um, a co- you know another author, and it was actually pretty interesting. It was pretty good. It was like a time travel kind of these two guys are old buddies like be like you and Alex going out fishing and then you've always been going out fishing Mm -hmm. right and they're in Florida Mm -hmm. all right okay and they're they're going fishing in their like fishing boat off the keys right Mm -hmm. and and like the weird weather happens and then they get transported back in time and of course it talks about you know it's like the wife is in the the future now and they're in the past and they, you know, try to find out one of them ends up going back in time to the future. But before he does, he has a foresight to like, go, hey, by the way, okay, I remember reading about in 1980-something, they, they found this treasure, <laughs> you know, <laughs> at this latitude and longitude, like, 
you know, we could free dive if we train ourselves. And so, you know, he goes and finds one of those shipwrecks that that they found, like, part of the treasure. And then he bought some property. And the only thing that cracked me up is a trope that I've never been able to wrap my head around. And it's been used in multiple genres of movies that involve time travel Uh in that, oh, this XYZ property thing has been sitting at the mail shipment for 150 years waiting to be delivered at this very time like there wouldn't be a breakdown yeah really especially if it's a government entity in charge of it there would totally be a breakdown and we get lost in the shuffle it'd be a private thing yeah and they did it through well he did it through private channels but at the same time it was through private legal channels at the same time and I'm like Okay, who's to guarantee a law office is going to exist for 150 years? But if he knows that, that's why right, he knows Right, yeah, right, true, that. yeah. So that was, it was kind of a thriller, you know, mm-hmm. psychological thriller. And then I read another one of her books that she's, because bitch is like making me look bad. She's put out 10 books in the last year, okay? She put out this other murder mystery book, um, uh, and the premise is, uh, gal in a small town owns a uh, spice shop that her husband actually started and her husband like took off on her and the sheriff in town was buddies like went to college with her husband so he believes that she killed him right yeah so mm-hmm. the book starts out as like that's where that she's at and she meets this like homeless guy at the uh, diner the local diner and everybody in town treats her like shit so she kind of feels sorry for this homeless guy offers him some work in her shop doing inventory and then as they're walking back to her shop she finds oh by the way somebody who's on sabbatical from the police force who is a friend of her husband dead right there in the front of her shop Mm. and so it's like a murder mystery and and of course you know who do you think the cops think is the first you you know we expect the wife right away and or yeah and and like oh by the way who's this homeless motherfucker you got you know and this guy's got kind of some like ptsd military like ocd kind of like he's like and her shop is insanely disarray even before they broke into it so he's all ocd so you're you kind of have this wonder is like does she really need this guy around but in the end he helps her like solve what's going on and who killed and where what things happened and they never actually find out what happened to her husband so yeah so i was like you know so i've been more in the less classic horror and more in the thriller mystery Mm -hmm. okay um for me i only one of them's been horror the rest were filmmaking books uh the white brothers and the duplos brothers actually um rises in the film of Trimpreneur film Trimpreneur oh one is Rage a Joe Ledger Joe Ledger series of books I like uh, as his character and um, actually zombies come up later in his books but it's mostly like a like a shadow government type uh, series book series really interesting but the only one that's horror was Exponential it was basically uh, The Thing but like in Arizona Oh, okay. It's like something that was government-made. So it wasn't an alien. It was something that was man-made that travels by taking your body over and using it up and then moving on to something to make it bigger. Make a it parasite. Bigger. Yeah, it was really okay. good, though. It was one of those quick listens. It was like a, an audiobook, but it was only like six and a half hours long. 
one shift at work, I was through the whole thing. It's a really good book, though. Okay. Um, uh, before we go, uh, I just want to do this quick top 12, my personal top 12. I was watching this movie, Lake Mungo. Lake Mungo is a, uh, like a mockumentary about, I mean, if you didn't know going in, you might think it was real. It was about the death of this girl at this lake of this family, and then it's like, it's presented as like, you know, she was missing, and then you, as the mockumentary moves on, it, it tends to be more like, is she a dead and a ghost? Are they seeing a ghost? Or It's a really good, I strongly suggest, it's kind of a sleeper. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime called Lake Mungo. Okay. But it got me thinking, it's, you know, it has a found footage feel because it's a mockumentary. <laughs> that stop it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it made me think about found footage movies that did it right. Okay. That did it right. That are good, solid okay. movies. There aren't many. No, there isn't. But I got 12 that I strongly... Wells? That I think are. Yeah, absolutely. All right. See if you... I don't know if you've seen all these. Well, because I try not to. But I have. Uh-huh. And I think they're great. Strongly recommend these. I, I I would challenge. Well, with the exception of Ed's weird and says it's a bad movie. I don't know where the fuck that came from. But <laughs> I would challenge you guys to say these are. They're bad. a wild card. I, I would challenge you guys to say these, any of these movies are bad if you've seen them. Okay. One I know you don't like, but I don't agree with you on it. The first one is. Well, I'll start with twelve. We'll go to one. Uh, number twelve. Uh, found footage movie. Did it right. The house October built. Yeah, I like that one. That was good. It's about these people going to a haunted house. Uh, one of those, uh, what do they call them? Extreme haunted houses. Yeah, they, they go to a couple. You. They're looking for one good one. You know, I don't have health care insurance, so I'm not going to one of those. I don't <laughs> want to go to one of those. I don't think I could, like... No, the physical ones I can't do. Yeah. Well, that's what they all are, all the extreme ones are. Yeah. I've heard you scream like a bitch at Fright Night, so... No, I don't scream like a bitch. <laughs> I didn't scream. I scream, but I don't like a <laughs> Okay. It was a clown. Uh, another another uh, number 11, uh, The Visit. M. Night Show. Oh, I didn't watch that. It Dude, okay. First of all, it was good. Hey, found footage. Second of all, not an M. Night fan. Well, it was good. Especially lately. But these yeah. kids. Oh, it's not really I like the Sixth footage. Sense, but. Yeah. It's not really the found footage. Uh, fuck, are you kidding me? Uh. Glass, but the one before Unbreakable. Split. That was fucking awesome. Well, I thought Unbreakable was a bit, a little better. Yeah, it is. It's uh, the best of the three. But mm-hmm. I thought Split was. You didn't like Split? I like James McAvoy. Split was decent. <laughs> but that's James McAvoy. That's I not okay. M. Night I actually enjoyed. Um, what was the last one? Glass. 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 Of the three, I enjoyed that one the best. Um, I really did. Yeah, I really didn't enjoy Unbreakable back when I saw it in the theater. It was like the only time that Alex and I ever had an argument over a movie. We came out of that theater, out of that movie, and he's like, "That was fucking awesome." And I'm like, "Eh, I'm eh, I'm not really, you know." And he's like, "Are you fucking crazy?" <laughs> and I'm like, "We, it was, it wasn't a heated argument. It was a right. minor argument. Like, I can't believe you, you know, like the, it was like your and my level of argument yeah. that he and I never have, right? <laughs> you know. So he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And I'm like, "Uh, mm, 
I'm not really sold. And then I watched Split, and Split's a good movie. I like Split. I liked it a lot. But um, The Visit, um, I you know, I, I think it's a great movie. I think Overall, M. Night's... Yeah. I think he does best when he doesn't have a big budget. Whenever the budget's small, you get, like, Split, you get, like, Signs, you get... Um, um, what was that other one? Um, not really a fan of signs. I liked it enough. Eh, it was, it was. You get oh, you get you know six cents. When his budget is small, he does phenomenal. When he has a giant budget, is when you see problems. Well, and, and it's like I wish I could say I liked the village, but I can't get through the village. Uh, I didn't like the twist. Yeah, I can't even get. I can't even get far enough into that movie. To even get to the twist, it's mm, just. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I didn't think it was a bad, bad movie. I, well, that's what I'm saying. I want to like it, mm-hmm. but it's just. Nah. Yeah, I get it. Um, Lake Mungo, which I've talked about before. Uh, seven, Troll Hunter. I thought. It was oh, that's great. a very good one. Yeah. It's no, different. It's totally different. For how do you make trolls scary? They sure as fuck did. And, the, and how did he make them look real? With a low budget. Yeah, the movie had. was very low budget for what they did. And it looked real. Yeah, they did a very good job on that one. Uh, hey, you can't convince me these aren't good. I like all of them, but the first one is probably my favorite, Wreck. That's a great film. First two were great, especially the second Third one, one, not so much. Fourth one, it got a little better. They made a fourth one? Yeah, on the ship. Oh, I have to look that up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, seven, Creep. Great. Creep. Yep. Um, six, The Last Exorcism. Not of Emily Rose? or Yeah, there's a lot of those. No, yeah, the I'm Last like... Exorcism. The guy who's a charlatan preacher that does, char- does all these tricks and he's showing... The documentary crew, how he does, he's, he's doing his last oh, one. Oh, I didn't make yeah, it I don't think I've seen that one. Think, I didn't finish that You've one. you never seen it? I didn't finish uh, it. It's so good. That he, sounds interesting. He's a preacher, right? And he's like, yeah, I believe in God. and But these people that, you know, I don't believe there's exorcisms. I don't believe. So he's like, they, you know, they think they have a problem. The kid usually has a neurological. Neuro, neurological. Thank you. I can't even get my fat tongue around that word. Condition and... Um, I go and I do my my tricks, and they think they they think they've exercised it, and then I make a few phone calls and get the kids some real help. Oh, that's clever. Uh, but he comes across an exorcism, and he's like dumbfounded. He's God because it's he's real. Like, this is fucking real, and he only and it just goes downhill for him from that point on. He's over his head. He's way in over his head. Okay. He knows, but the crazy thing is, he does know the Bible. So he's a legit preacher, but he's like he didn't believe in exorcisms. And then now he's having to perform a real one. And it's not going well. <laughs> it does have bait. It just gets worse. He, every time he does it, he makes shit worse. And then you, at the very end, I'm not going to give it away, but it gets okay. Last way worse. Okay. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It's There's so many good. out there. That's... The, the Last Exorcism. It's really good. Okay. Um, and another one I really liked. The Taking of Deborah Logan. Oh, that I will admit that was a good yeah. found footage. Um, I didn't like the end because it got all dark and, like, you know, like. But when they, they did it on purpose, so you can yeah, see that last scene. That last scene. Swallowing but the girl. Overall, that was a really good found. That yeah. maybe of the second of found footage movies that I could tolerate. Mm. Yeah, and you, you, I believe that was when we were doing um, 
the film freaks on YouTube on the Nomad Flix YouTube yeah, channel. I think so. That we did that one. I think so. No, I never saw this one. It sounds interesting. It's, it's, it's on it's, Netflix right okay. now. If I hate found footage and I'm saying it's decent, yeah. yeah. And it deals with Alzheimer's. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and it makes you question, like, is she possessed, or she's just, you know, part like, of the condition? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it doesn't get where, like, the 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 tri- typical reason I hate found footage isn't until the very end overall. Okay. And and those movies offense not all of those movies a lot of movies a lot of movies I mentioned go out of the way to, to steer away from that uh, that shaky cam bullshit that shaky cam and you kind of get a peripheral view of yeah, what's really know. happening and oh ah 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 yeah, I like that all the movies that so far I've named don't do that so okay. I, I ain't gonna lie the only one that I'm does sure that is my third pick I'm sure if we were out trolling around at Mount Hood in the nighttime and Bigfoot came up pretty much the footage you would get of us is like shaky running yeah. <laughs> you know be like David Damon's like I used to sing around for this shit you know <laughs> running like beep 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 Oh, wait, my Jeep, by the way, my Jeep doesn't lock from the inside. Oh, really? Yeah, so if, we, if we're if we out there in the Jeep and you get in, like, you, you got to, like, hold the door shut. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> you can't lock it from the inside. No. <clears throat> All right. Um, my uh, number four, and I think you agree with this one, Andre, Unfriended. That was actually, I would consider an honorable mention. Yeah. That movie is 100% a table, to, uh, a screensaver movie. Because you're looking at, like, basically you're looking at, like, selfie point of view during a group chat. And it just goes so bad. Oh, yeah. I heard and, about and, this And, you one. know, here's the funny the thing. Is, before I watched that movie, I had been working on a, a script idea of my own. And I had been contemplating using that kind of thing. I was trying to do that in um, Birds of a Feather, but at the time that I wrote that, it it I didn't know how we could do it. Yeah, technology wasn't available for us. So I know that when I was writing that, it literally was not what I meant, mm-hmm. right? Because I was like, it would be okay. It would be cool if we could just film it this way yeah. to where they could have like, we could have, what I really wanted to do was like a group chat where like they had video chat over Skype kind we of thing. We could do it. Now. Yeah. But then the only way we could do it is if we just did a POV shot of everything. Right. Exactly. And, 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 you know, and then splice and, it all together. And, and that would have been just tedious. Yeah. So I didn't write it that way. But now, but then, you know, I was like also working on a different screenplay one of my private projects that's, you know, still in works. And I was like, oh, how do we present this? And then I watched Unfriended, and I'm like, yes, they are doing it. Because remember, there was a long time, like maybe five or six years after cell phones were a thing, before cell phones were in movies or TV. Yeah. You know, so I was like, this is a thing. This could easily be used in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And then Unfriended came along and showed me. I'm like, yes, this is how it's done. I just don't know how to film that. I've heard good things about this movie. It, it's good. And the second one's good, too. The second well, one doesn't do it the Here's same another way. thing. It is about high school kids. And you 100% believe that every one of these young kids is a high school kid. And ain't a one of them under 25. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they, look, they look the part. Like, one of them's 30. 
Yeah, so it was great. Uh, another one that was like the first of its kind to really blow up. I mean, it's not the first, but it's the first that that uh, you know made made a lot of money. Uh, Blair Witch. Yeah, but everything I that especially came hate that apes that. Yeah, the now, Jersey Devil came out it's, before Blair Witch. It scared me. When I per- it scared me the they first time I watched other. it. Oh, okay. They were friends. Okay. <laughs> they, the two camps knew each other, and um, uh, the people that did the Jersey, it's ju- the it's just Devil like PC and, and Apple. Yeah. Who got the best marketing? Yeah. It scared me when I first saw it. It did not scare me. I did not. I thought it was fucking lame. They're all bitching and whining at each other, throwing tantrums. Oh, I threw the map away. Who fucking does that? Like, how? They were they smoking meth? What? You know? I'm I'm sorry. And there was no witch. There was no witch. I am a witch, and there was no witch. There's a fan theory that it was a plot to kill the girl. I've read that. I've read that. Yeah, that'd be fun. That that would have fun, but that would have been, fun been a better movie. Yeah. I I liked it. Yeah, I'm not gonna serial killer gonna shit freaks me out because you know why? Why it can happen? <laughs> oh wait, it has happened. So. Uh, my number two. I'm gonna do this. No Blair time. Witch. We're running out of time. Uh, paranormal Activity. I uh, liked it. I loved it. I, yeah, it, it scared it, me. It it I still haven't watched it. Invisible it's demons really scare me. I've noticed. The scene that got me was the dragging, and when she was standing there, they did. They shot and, that really well. And you well. saw her hair move. Yeah. I was like, that was really good. The movie shot for fifteen grand in the guy's house. It's just something that's this powerful thing that could be standing next to you and just throw you across the room. And you know, I don't do know. It. The entity is still so. Such an icon of that kind of yeah, movie. Still, have you seen it lately? No, I can't I find Blu- it. I got it. Just got re-released on Blu-ray. I got it. Okay, well, I want to borrow it when you get to. I know you're in the flux. Yeah, yeah, well, you're in the flux. Yeah, that, but dude, yeah. yeah, no, I've tried to find the entity. Yeah, I got a a, a new Criterion Collection version. Mm-hmm. Not Criterion, um, Arrow. So yeah, we'll, is it open source yet? Open source. Mm-hmm. Maybe open source. Is how long does content have to be out before it's open source? 30 oh, years? 50 years? It's like it... 60. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Because yeah, I would love it to be yeah. playing in a f- in the is, background on in, on Occam's yeah, Razor. Before it is um, public domain, mm-hmm. yeah, we, got like, we got like another 50 years. Damn it. Because <laughs> think like Occam's Razor, that playing in the background yeah, when he's what? Yeah. yeah, like when they go to watch the movie. Yeah. My last one, I really, really like this movie. The Bay. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, wait. I wasn't a big fan of that one. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Everyone's like, this is a horror movie. I was like, I guess. Well, it's more of a, well, uh, there's a a company that is spewing like chicken shit right into uh, 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 the reservoir of the drinking water. Oh, okay. And And it's mutating... Parasit- parasites that were being the water, it's mutated to... Oh, this is a different movie. And anyway, you're watching... And so it's like an outbreak. So you're watching, like, um, this uh, small town just implode under this. 
sounds like um, what they had some big festival and people were drinking water and sprinklers and it just got into their orifices. Oh, I haven't seen this. I was so so else. basically <laughs> in. How? In 2000. Get a letter because people are going to. Everyone has seen this. I don't know one person that doesn't like it. In 2013 on Kauai, the, um, because you know they have to import everything, and the most expensive things to import are, of course, perishables. Yeah. And I remember when I told, told you, have you ever been at the grocery store and there's no dairy yeah. of any kind? Of any kind. Yeah. Any kind. All right? Yeah. At what, every, what kind, Audra? Any. any. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so they were like, well, dude, we have no milk for like three days in any store, even Costco. Okay. So they were like trying to get them to put a dairy on this land off Mahalapu Bay. Well, if they put a dairy there, all of that cowpoo water would have been flushed into the bay, which would have been flushed into the groundwater, Mm -hmm. which would have been like... Catastrophic. Yeah. <laughs> would have been, been the bay. Yeah. <laughs> right? And anyway, it shows it's, it's, it's basically this news crew that's just doing a fluff piece on the festival in the small town, mm-hmm. and the outbreak happens. And, and they're just like, just, just, we gotta, you know, we gotta let the world know what's going on. So and the government's trying national, to hide it. They're trying to actively cut, shut it off, but the CDC mm-hmm. is there now, and they're like, fuck you. But they're not getting help. They're just like, let everyone die, and then we're just going to burn Oh, out. shit. It is fucking... And so it's this news crew trying to get out. It's fucking crazy. It's a great movie. Okay. Also a Bloomhouse movie. One of their first. The Bay. Okay, that... that and you know what? On some place like Kauai, that would be a freaky fucking setting. Mm. Because you're in a light, isolated... How do you get out? How do you get away? There's no ferry. Yeah. If they, if they shut down the airport... You like you gotta pay some motherfucker with a fishing boat, to like, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. And um, and they would because you know the island. By the way, Kauai was the first place to get that that scanner at the airport. Oh really? Yeah, that was the first place. Well, you know, international. Oh, yeah, true. Right. And oh oh, by the way, Lockheed Martin. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, the yeah. and the Asia stuff. So you know, I mean, that that shit is happening on a much subtler. Yeah, less. I'm telling you, those are 12 found footage movies to do it right. The Bay is really good. I believe The Bay is on Amazon Prime. Okay. okay. I can look that up, but I think so. Well, folks, it has been an epic show. We three hours. Two hours and no, 50 minutes. minutes. So just shy of three hours. Um, we will see you next month. And we may have more or less to say. Yeah, probably less. We talked a lot. All right, folks, see you. See you guys. Shoots.